When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Julia's in house and the one and only Brittany, which is with us today. How's it going, guys? It's going great. You know, I, we're talking about Elliot Page. I watched Juno on Mother's Day, which is a really fun movie oh. to watch because it really kind of talks about like what is a mother, what is all these things. It was super fun to watch. I haven't watched a movie with Elliot Page since he transitioned, and I would love to see. There is one. Not a is movie, there? but the Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Elliot is oh, in the Umbrella right. Academy, and yeah. he has transitioned in that. Yeah, I think well right. from the beginning, I believe, to the, where we currently are with that show. From I haven't seen the most recent season, no. but I know in the past seasons it, he yeah. was Elliot. Yes. Yeah, he, but the first season was pre-transition. Yes. Right. And I remember thinking this show is going to be great, and for some reason, I, I lost interest. And I think I that happened too. to so many people with that with that show. But yeah, yeah, that's the only thing. Well, that... and speaking of Pride Month, Happy Pride Month, Happy to Pride everybody. Month, and we gotta let you know, Lori and I and are gonna be on the road for Pride Month. We're that's doing right. some Pride bro- broadcasts. So Live, next, laugh, lesbo. That's what the Target shirts say, <laughs> which I love. I think there's a onesie oh God, with it, and I kind of just need so go to have that. Live, laugh, <laughs> lesbo. Those, I, I just it. love it. I just I feel it. like that should secretly, you know how live, laugh, love should just is sure. everywhere? Just secretly put in lesbo everywhere love and it. see if or anyone notices. Lesbo it. is the law. Love that. Love that. Okay, so we have, um, we are going to be next Thursday. They're all Thursday broadcasts through the end of the month now. Next Thursday, we are going to be live. That's going to be the 8th from El Burrito Mercado. Um, so excited. And by the way, it coincides with their happy hour. So that's going to be what fun. A coincidence. I know. And then Thursday the 15th, we're going to be broadcasting live from the gay 90s. Oh, the 15th? Yeah. Okay, I have and to go And then to we're going to be out by you the 22nd. We're going to be at the Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Oh, okay, I'm nice. going to that. Can I bring Go-Go again? Of course. So that's what we have going on. I think we hit all three of those. We I got gay nineties with the stripper song, Hollywood fanfare with uh, Chan Hassan Dinner Theater, uh-huh. and a little bit of uh, El Burrito Mercado. Yeah, that's going to be fun. I think so. I think so. And later today in our show, we're going to be giving away tickets to Niall Horan. Yes. Okay, so I have a dilemma because I want to go to the gay nineties one um, because I haven't been in the gay nineties in so long. Me too. I can't even think of the last time. Oh, I'm, I can't even think. It would be so much fun, but also the Chan one's right next to me. Chan so. is right. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll I don't know. It it's I don't. It's gonna be. You guys are so lucky. You're gonna have a blast. We're so lucky. Okay, so um, we got this. Um, you know, when Stephanie Hansen, I think, was co-hosting with me, we talked a lot about pickleball, and you and I have played pickleball. And people know I play pickleball, and I played this morning pickleball. Really? And um, someone had sent an email 
about um, this had never happened to her before. Someone threw their pickleball racket at her. What? And this was one of our listeners. And I couldn't stop laughing because I'm thinking... Now that is just like craziness. That's that. There's a lot of etiquette you can play around with, but I'm pretty sure hitting somebody with a racket is a no go. No, the racket didn't hit him, but just threw it, threw it. You know, when I, I'm, um, it temper was just kind of like, huh? A little bit of a temper tantrum, are we having? <laughs> I think so. And I was having a conversation with someone who works at our company who's dating right now and in his thirties, and um. I said, you should just go get involved in pickleball and go, you know, go get involved in some things you might like to do. And he goes, those people are way too old for me. Oh, it, uh, I laughed. I laughed so hard. I'm just thinking of some of the funny things that have happened on the court lately. I mean, those people are so old. And I'm like, all right. Okay. All right. Well, there goes that one. And then I'm like, you could do this. You could do that. Or you could throw something at someone to get their attention. Right. <laughs> you know, is that, you know. um, I love, we love, my parents actually built a pickleball court at their cabin. So jealous. Because they, we love Good it so much. for you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I'm telling you, Grant, out of all things. It was things, when cement was cheaper. Oh, sport Last court? Last year, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. No, out of all things, though, because I was remember we're all like, this is ridiculous. You guys are obsessed. You go to your retirement home in Florida and then come back and build. Like, you're ridiculous. Exactly, right? But it's so fun because you anybody can jump on. Anyone. You don't have to be like tennis. You can't. You can't just no. all of a sudden learn how to serve and learn all these things. But pickleball, it's you can just so funny how we can all play and everybody gets so into it. Everyone has fun. And but it's have you so ever thrown wild. even a tennis racket? Never. Oh my I god! Last night it was hot. I I still have the fear of my mom is going to find out if I threw a <laughs> tennis racket. Are you kidding me? I could never. I remember oh. even when my boys were playing baseball, and if they threw their bat, I'd be oh. like, oh. I was going to oh. say that the bat, or even in golf, everybody's giving right. a little putter. I shot have. Before. I have been mad at a club. <laughs> yeah, that um, has happened. Yes, my brother because my we. We live in fear of my mom. She was amazing, very sweet, but my mom was both my mom and my dad. She was, right. She, she had to do both. Yep. She did both things. And my brother talks about how these guys in hockey would end up, you know, in the little, what is the little penalty, penalty box? box. Little yeah. timeout square you have to sit in. Um <laughs> And he remembers one time it's you... A, it's something important. Okay, the yeah. little, little broom closet you get to sit in the naughty corner. Um, he remembers getting like, having having a moment where you had to go to the penalty box and just going, oh no, mom. Oh no. And just staring Mom's at her. Mom's so staring. mad at me. I yes. got a penalty. And it was just different. Other moms, you know, other kids would go, oh, I don't care. Da, da, da. And he's like, oh my, Beverly's going to kill me. <laughs> Beverly's going to kill That's me. That's a funny thing to be afraid of. Oh, so I'm, to this day, I won't be mean to yeah. anybody because I'm scared Beverly's going to find out. I love that. She has such a great name. What's her middle name? Jane. Beverly Jane. BJ. Well, yep. I'm not going to call her that. I but her initials are now BS because she's Beverly Jane Stoffels. So <laughs> BS or BJ? You pick. You pick. <laughs> what do you want that day? I love it. I love it. I just, you know, for people who have never tried it, because um, Lori likes to bring up articles about how um, it's ruining society. And she had something last week that was very funny. Um, and then. Wasn't well, it the noise or something? I well, thought... the noise is loud. I'm not going to lie. Indoor, it's hard in the to winter. play tennis next to a bunch of pickleballers because it's loud. It is. Okay. It is. But. Outside, outside, it's fine. It's, I don't care. And you know what? They've added the lines to every court I play on. Is it? You just get used to you it. You just get used to it. Also, I every tennis player I know who complains about it eventually will play pickleball, and they go, "That's actually pretty fun." It's so fun. It's so, it's so fun. Dink, All right, dink, dink, yeah, yeah, dink. yep. And someone was telling me, "Oh, the clothes are so cute." Every Every has some really cute pickleball clothes, and 
and someone else. That's like ninety percent of the reasons I play any sport is I love my tennis skirts. I love my. I play golf like every five years just so I can get a new golf outfit. (laughs) They're so funny. They're so cute, and I wear the same thing. (laughs) I know. Me too. I wear. I just grand and I. We we pretty much are granimals. We wear the exact same outfit every Every day. It's a good thing we got we got here. We made it though, Grant. Right, we have a fun show, ticket giveaway. Neil yes. Justin's going to be with us to give us some TV recommendations. We've got a fun jukebox trivia with Rocco. So hang out with so us. Hold on, Ricka. That's hold true. on. Hold on to your hat. It's going to be a great show. It is. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. We have been working with you for years, but we've never really talked about prenups. Give us the lowdown. Well, a prenup in the state of Minnesota is also called an anti-nuptial. So if you hear that, they're talking about the same thing as a prenup. Um, I encourage a lot of people to consider getting them, whether you have a ton of assets or little assets. It makes everything much more streamlined. You know what you're entering into. You've got your agreements in place if you get divorced in the future. They also address what you will do with your assets in the event of death. So it really helps for estate planning and it really just helps for the future to avoid disputes. I love that. Okay, so but what about a postnup? Postnuptial agreements are simply agreements that people who are already legally married enter into that again will also address what would happen to their assets in the event of divorce or in the event of death. So again, these really can help streamline the process in the future. Great information and for your free one-hour divorce consultation, go to trustorlaw.com or use my tech keyword divorce. Okay, so Grant has done some scoop reporting here today. Yeah. And knows what fans we are of Kelly Clarkson. And she is in the news a lot, and a lot of things are going on. And her album is coming out on June 23rd called Chemistry. And this is the album, the divorce album, kind of. She wants it to be about love. About sadness, about everything. But I would say it's 100% the divorce album. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about what we're going to hear, Grant. So today, Kelly released a song called uh, I Hate Love, another version of, you know, why this is definitely the divorce album. But the cool thing is, a story came out with this song about how she recorded this song with the one and only Steve Martin. Now, Steve Martin is a musician, as we all know, and he is pretty good at playing the banjo. And there's a banjo. Very good. Yes, very good. And there's a banjo part of this song that she wanted him to be a part of. But I'm not going to ruin the story. I actually have her telling the story herself. So this this is a video clip that we're going to play here shortly. And this was from Kelly's performance where she performed at the Los Angeles Belasco Theater. It's part of her one night only performances. And this happened last night. And so she put this out there, and this is how she got Steve Martin to be a part of the song. And then we're going to actually listen to the song. So let's hear Kelly tell the story herself. This next song, man, this is so cool. I, I um, well, also pissed. Um, but but the, here's the thing. It's because of the chemistry factor, right? Like, you, you can't stand the person, but, like, you love them, and you're just like, why? And anyway, that's oh. the dilemma, right? So um, I wrote this song. And I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've ever seen, I know everybody's seen probably The Notebook, right? Okay. Have you ever seen It's Complicated with Meryl Streep? You hold that Meryl Streep. Okay. It's like one of my favorite movies ever. And it's real life, that one. It's more like real life, not like that bull they sell you in The Notebook. <laughs> you're like, totally, that's real. Um, but anyway, it's, it's one of those things I ended up writing that and referencing that in this song. And, um, and, and I, I referenced Steve Martin in it. And I'm a huge Steve Martin fan because I'm alive and breathing. And um, anyway, I had this crazy idea. I was telling Jesse Check and my producer, I was like, do you think he'd play on it? Because he's like a badass musician. And I really wanted banjo. He said yes. <laughs> and I was like, what? 
So anyway, he got to play on this, so it's so cool. I love that. Um, but anyway, this song is, um, yeah, I'm just really angry, so enjoy. <laughs> I hate love. <laughs> okay. Oh, Kelly. Right? How Kelly. cool does she talk about that? So, I know. It's kind of cool that she's so open about it. And also, you know, depending on where you are in life, like, it's nice to have these go-to songs when you are going through that yeah. or when oh. you're pissed off. I mean, right? Like... Thank you. We all we don't need just I'm so in love. I love no. you love. And really when you think about it, like um Taylor Swift, yeah. Kelly Clarkson, prolific writer, you know, songwriters, it's their diary. Yeah. And then they just make it, put it to some notes, and it's just oh. it's where they're at. And we it's very relatable. And the, the when she talks about being obsessed with this person, even though you hate them, you go, I know that feeling. Here we go. What was that one song? Olivia Rodrigo, didn't she have a oh, song? Oh, Driver's License. Driver's License. Right. That was your song, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, she burned that. If it was able to burn through I, that I just, digitally. I just heard it the other day. <laughs> so it's one of those things where it will randomly hit again and you just kind of love it. But man, you played that song constantly. <laughs> there was a little COVID breakup. Oh my gosh, I was... I, I I did. You I, burned through. Like, I did. Yes. So. I would love I to laughed. have seen your Spotify break or your whatever your Apple, Apple like it say what percentage. Play, of- replay, 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 replay. Oh. oh yeah, sick. I heard it this weekend and I started laughing. Well, we all have our songs that bring out those emotions that we need at that time. Like you said, Absolutely. Brittany. Sometimes it's love. Sometimes it's hate. Sometimes it's just a big old f you. We need to get out. Sometimes yeah. it's ten minute all too well, and you go. I remember being twenty and dating an older guy <laughs> that I thought loved me. <laughs> And did not. And then I got pregnant, and his name is Al Pacino. Al Pacino. And I'm, <laughs> I'm having his baby. Uh, it's, it's wild. It's a wild ride we're on. Oh. He's going to make a great dad. Perfect. He's so flexible. Okay, Grant. So now we have the actual yeah. song, and we're going to start this, this out. This is the song. This is the song, and you're going to hear the banjo playing. Now, this isn't Steve Martin playing particular On the live album, or on the album, he's on the album. But this is another guy playing. And Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson singing this song. But I want you to wait, because there's a point in time until we hear her reference Steve Martin, The Notebook, and the other movie she referenced, okay? So mm-hmm. give it some time. Here we go. That was a really That's good cute. song. Right? And I, I feel like I have. there hasn't been so many songs that lately that I've loved of hers, and I love that song. You didn't like me, the no. other one? You don't like that one? Oh, it's sappy. You know, I'm sap. I want a little bit of a... Yeah, and I like some sap, but I, I don't know why. I just haven't... She hasn't hit... Like, Since You've Been Gone for me was... Oh, Everything. She had a good. She's, I can't breathe for the first time. There you go. Oh, oh. she's back. We've got a voice in the house, Grant. That is so. <laughs> that is so. You know what I mean? Like that clenches while you sing, and you can just collapse on your bed while you're standing on it. Ah. Oh. And it's all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Complicated was with Meryl Streep, Alec Baldwin, Steve Martin, and it was a Nancy Myers movie. It was yeah, very good. It was super good. It was very good. good. It was very good. Um, I love Kelly Clarkson. I she's it's hard she's, to not like her. Yeah, she's the bomb. So thanks, Grant, for getting that. Now I want to ask you guys because she just said um, she had Pat Malachki, uh no, excuse me, Priyanka Chopra Jonas, um, who's in Citadel that is so good mm-hmm. on Amazon, and she had Corey Hart, who is Pink's husband, mm-hmm. on his guests, yeah. and somehow they were just kind of talking about. Um, you know, Corey said something like, "Yeah, you know, when Pink was pres- when Pink gave birth to our first child, I gave her a motorcycle." And then Priyanka uh, Chopra Jonas says, "I'm just going to call her PCJ." Yep. Um, you call her Priyanka. Yeah, we- right. And then when she says, "Yeah, you know, um, that's called a push present," and you know, she's in the beautiful lips, so she said, "That's called a push present," and and she's like, "What?" What do you mean? Kelly Clarkson says, you get push presents? And Priyanka's like, yeah. And Kelly's like, that should have been a red flag for me. But, you know, I didn't even know about a push present when I got one. I didn't even know it was a thing. In 1995, when I had my first child, I didn't know it was a thing. I mean, I don't know. When we talked about a push present, remember when I was pregnant? A lot of people were very, very like, "Uh, hello. I didn't get one of those. And I go, it's not my problem. No, I know. (laughs) I did. It's a Gucci. Get your affairs in order. <laughs> no, but I didn't even even know what it was. So Grant, just heads up. Yeah, if this is say, in this your is, future at all. This is new to me. Yeah. Um, Sentimental is probably the way to go. You don't have to go something so... Uh, I think it's really sweet. I've heard you you talked about your push present was yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah. Well, I got a really pretty gold um, bracelet. Yeah. Oh. Really pretty. Nice. And you know, but it was... I just didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah. So that's just how out of it I was. I would rather have a push present than a birthday present because I feel like. But you have way more birthdays than you push. Yeah, but... I mean, I that means I'm I'm, I'm... never going to get present for the rest of my life. Okay, we'll definitely do both. <laughs> All right, you guys, this is the number for David at First Equity Mortgage and his team. Um, 763-251-8000, or you can go to my talk keyword David. A lot of, you know, a lot of houses are for sale. And if you see your dream house and want to buy it, I mean, interest rates are going to go up and down. You can always refinance, but why not get your perfect house that you want now? Yesterday, I was reading a couple testimonials, and both of them say at the closing, the title company said, oh, you're working with First Equity. I feel good about that. Everyone loves them because they close on time. They have everything buttoned up. They're so knowledgeable. And on the front end, for all of you, they can help position you to get your dream home. So many different programs are available right now, whether you're a first-time home buyer or you're wanting to remodel or you're downsizing, wherever you're at in your life or buying another home. Uh, they can help guide you and um, help you make the best choices. Again, First Equity Mortgage, my talk keyword, David. All right, we are delighted to have our TV media and comedian critic, and amongst other things, Neil Justin with us from the Star Tribune. Hi, Neil. Hi, how are you? Fantastic. Brittany's sitting in with me, and she's like, I was so excited. I got to meet him at the prom. 
Um, yeah, Neil. Opening we're, night. You and I are besties now, remember? <laughs> we are. We are. That was a great production. That was Wasn't so it fabulous? Fun. It's still there till June 10th, which is a week away, I think. I don't even... We still have time, people. Okay, Neil, what should we be watching? What's happening? Well, I am just finishing up Ted Lasso, oh. which uh, ended last week, but... It kind of got overlooked because of the ending of Succession and Barry to a certain extent. I think people have kind of forgotten about that show. So I'm enjoying watching the last few episodes of that. And, uh, you know, I don't know what you two think if you watch that show, but it's kind of a magical show. I would agree. I I agree. Yeah, I agree. I finished it this week. I did. Yeah. Mm. Oh, nice. I finished it. I would agree with you. And we talked about this. I think this third season started out kind of different. And it didn't feel as joyful, but then I think I, they found their groove, and it stayed on brand at the end. There was that episode with the um, the windmills that was one of my favorite episodes. I had all the warm and fuzzies, and I appreciated so much. It does something for me that no other show does, and I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's hard to find an optimistic show on television. Uh, Hollywood yeah. tends to like dark stuff, and it... Um, you know, it, it came out at a time when we really needed it, that mm-hmm. first season, yeah. right in the middle of the pandemic. So I think the timing of it, maybe we elevated it a little more than it deserved. But you know what? That's okay. Um, I'm also just starting to watch the last season of Never Have I Ever, which is another favorite of mine. I love and that you love that one. Yeah, this will be the last season for that show as well. It's interesting. A lot of these shows that normally would have – stayed on for eight or nine seasons are wrapping up after Ted Lasso was only three seasons. Succession was only four. Um, Never have I ever will be four seasons. And that's only, you know, 10 to 12 episodes a a season. So I kind of like that trend. It's kind of following the model of how the Brits do it. Oh, okay. Uh, get, Get off the air before you run out of ideas. And, you know, in America, we keep shows on way too long or at least have in the past. And so I kind of like the model. Leave, leave them wanting more. And and I do think with both of those shows, you know, people want more. Ted Lasso, I wonder if they're going to spin off anything. They l- certainly left it a little open. Um, sure. But sure. I do, I agree with the optimism and all of the, I mean, the music in the last episode hits your heart and the um, all his funny references to pop culture things that you wouldn't think a guy would reference are very funny to books, to movies, to different things. I just if you haven't watched it, it's on Apple Plus, people. It's worth it. Yeah, it's terrific. And, And you're right about the pop culture references. They don't have to connect with everybody. There was. I mentioned in an episode I just watched to Hill Street Blues, which I got. Uh, I'm not sure everybody else did. That show was a long time ago. But with those neat shows, you don't have to worry about everybody understanding everything. Um, And and they're little Easter eggs for those, those of us who do. Those I just loved it. I'm so glad that you liked it. All right. So here's a new show that, um, what is it called? What's the one that you just watched that I just watched? Paranoid reality, the one with um, Seth um, Rogen. Oh, the platonic or platonic? Have you watched oh, platonic? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I started that one. I'm only two see uh, two episodes in, and it is one of those ones that's it's kind of more of a realistic comedy. It's, it relies more on things that could actually happen. So I find it super funny when it's funny, but there's definitely the the build up 
more than there is every second is a joke. Yeah, it's an interesting combo. You would never think that Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne, who play uh, best friends in the series, they've had a separation when the show starts, but they reconnect. And it's a rom, as I described it, it's a rom-com without the rom. Uh, <laughs> yes. There's no real indication that they're ever going to hook up. Um, they're just good friends, and they get each other's sense of humor and and are there for each other. And that's kind of refreshing. We don't see that on television uh, that much. Uh, we don't see it that much in real life either, where people from different genders have each other back in that way. And uh, one of the delightful surprises about it is that Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne have become such a a good couple together. Yeah, uh, they did the Neighbors movies together. This is the same director uh, who did those movies. He created this show with his wife, wow. and uh, Seth Rogen is an established comic, and he kind of plays his typical character that's a little bit crazy and, and tends to fly off the handle, but you still love him. God bless him. Uh, but Rose Byrne is really a talented comic actor. You know, for those who remember she first came out of the scene in a, in a terrific FX series called Damages. Damages. Yeah. Which was really dark. Oh, uh, people it was remember so good. mostly for Glenn Close, but Rose Byrne was really the star of that series and a uh, very dark, very serious character. But she's done a lot of great comedy. The first time I, I noticed that she had some comic chops was Bridesmaids. Oh, she's so good in Bridesmaids. She that. the best. Oh, um, she's so funny in that. And, and she's got great timing. She's a great physical comic, and you'll see that in Platonic. And she's a very versatile actor. I, I don't know if she's had a, a huge amount of success in film, although those Neighbors movies did well. And Chris Bridesmaids was great. But And, and she's married she's, to Bobby Cannavale. There, I don't know if they're married, All right, but they have been together a long All right. time. Yes, Are you're probably married? right. Well, they've kids. I'm sorry. You're right. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're and, right. Uh, they're pretty people um, to look at. They are. He, he's a, there's a couple you want to go out with, right? <laughs> right. Are not. I don't want them only, near me and Justin. Right, only like, if do it's not... too dark. <laughs> <laughs> they're so pretty. Neil, what I really liked about this, so they did a big press tour, uh, Seth Green and uh, Rose uh, <clears throat> Byrne for... Uh, for platonic and they made it really yeah. clear during this press tour they're like we want you to go into this knowing there's no will they won't they like that's why we named it platonic right. and it takes that stress off because you're not like i don't right. want her to cheat on her ah. husband she's got three kids and you, you that nervous energy like before we watched it i told my husband i said just so you know like i i watched some of their press tour and they made it very clear there is no uh moment of oh god are they gonna do the you know and it kind of it feels a little more accurate to friendships I have, where it's very clear. I mean, there's no moment that me and Grant are in an elevator. We're going to go. Are we? Are we? Is this going to happen? Yeah, no. That's that's not what Grant said. But anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, things uh, no, have changed. You're, you're right, and that's what makes it um, um, kind of kind of different. Yeah. Um, you know, they reference when Harry met Sally, which is kind of the the that template was, yeah. for those kind of movies. You know, can a man and woman just be friends? And the answer is no. <laughs> if you just watch that movie. But right. here the answer is yes. I and I it's kind it. of an interesting twist. I love it. Okay, I know that you talked, I, I've, I have all your articles in front of me about shooting star, about luckiest guys, but here's the one that we've been talking a ton about is okay. is um, The Idol, which comes out on Sunday at HBO. Oh. Yeah. 
Give us Max. Yeah, I mean. They didn't send out uh, screeners for that. At oh. least I didn't get any. And that's pretty unusual for HBO. They usually send out stuff well in advance because most of their programming is pretty good. And they, and they um, are proud of it and want to send it out. This thing um, sounded very divisive. Um, most of the reviews I've read uh, not only didn't like it, but were offended by it. Right. Wow. Um, I think Rolling Stone called it torture porn. Wow. Um, and I think they were referring not only to the content on screen, but um, also some of the production problems. So uh, I'm holding off judgment till till I actually see it, but it's kind of odd that it's going in the place of succession. Yeah. You know, uh, was unusual for HBO in that it didn't rely a lot on nudity and and uh, the, the language was certainly very adult, but uh, there wasn't a lot of gratuitous sex. This sounds like um, some of the other shows that HBO's tried where they're really pushing the envelope, which is fine as long as it's done well. Yeah. Right, right. Um, okay, so if you were going to watch The Luckiest Guy about Bill Walton or Shooting Star, um, which one did you like better? Well, Shooting Stars is, is the better. It, it, they're two different things. Shooting Stars yeah. is a scripted movie about LeBron James, and it's also kind of a feel-good series. It, it was mainly made to sort of uh, confirm that LeBron James is a great guy. Walton's a little trickier. He He's a, he's a, a character who was a great, great basketball player, particularly in college, and was kind of plagued by injuries um, in his professional career and didn't quite um, match up to um, his billing. And it was, you know, almost solely because of, of foot injuries. Um, he has a very sort of Ted Lasso attitude on camera about it, but you don't always buy it. Um, so it's an interesting character study, and to see him sort of put up what seems to be a facade, um, it's an interesting character study because hey. – you, you you wonder as you watch it, is this guy being totally straight with us and about his feelings, or does this guy need uh, uh, a couple of years of therapy? Um, <laughs> so even if you don't like basketball, um, it's kind of an interesting uh, study. And the music is great. He's a big Grateful Dead fan and a big Bob Dylan fan. I so ran into Bill. jam-packed with, with, with good music. That's funny you say that. I ran into Bill Walton at a Grateful Dead jam band cover thing in san diego one day when i was in college and he was in the back hanging out with uh, mary jane if you know what i'm saying (laughs) Uh Uh that's so random i love it okay shooting stars is going to be on peacock and that's a lebron jamon and luckiest guy is blah 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 let me see uh premieres later this week on on espn yep a show coming up that i'm uh watching now that comes out uh i think on uh Wednesday or Thursday of next week is a new reality show called Sisters, uh, Secrets and Sisterhood. Uh, and it's about these 10 Muslim sisters that live in L.A. and sort of their Kardashian-like uh, relationship. And uh, I'll be interviewing a couple of them next week. And it's kind of an interesting show in that it's definitely for the Kardashian audience. Um, you know, they've all got money and they all look great and it's a lot about their love lives. Uh, but it also uh, introduces uh, bits and pieces of the Muslim culture Great. to the audience. What, so where is that? kind of an interesting way to learn. That is on, oh boy, Hulu. Okay. They needed something good. I feel like they, they're yeah. few and far between. <laughs> 
Yeah, and we'll see how this writer's strike affects things down the pipe. Uh, we may be seeing more reality shows and game shows uh, this fall if the, the writer's strike doesn't uh, turn to a conclusion soon. I know. We need to talk to you sooner than, like, it's been a while. Um, so yes, would I love look forward to, to Thank you so much for your time. Neil Justin, he writes for the Star Tribune. You can follow him at Neil Justin on Twitter. Always insightful. Thanks for your time, Neil. Okay, take care. Great, great, Bye. great ideas. Um, Sisterhood and Secrets is right up our alley. I know. When he said that, I was like, okay. yes, please. Write it down. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. It's Lori and Julia, my talk. All right. What are you doing this weekend? Hammernick's Interior Flooring Solutions is open seven days a week. Um, they are open in um, New Hope on Bass Lake Road in 169. They're flooring superstore as well as on Rice Street in St. Paul. And they're um, later in the summer going to be opening in Hudson and Rochester. One thing about flooring is it transforms and sets the tone for your entire home, apartment, condo, whatever it is, business. It's really um, something that can change a lot. We just finally got some new carpeting here. And it's it just makes everything look so much crisper, so much better, so much nicer. And whether you want, you know, the luxury wide plank vinyl flooring that's 100% waterproof, dent-proof, and stain-proof, or if you want to invest in some beautiful carpeting or a combo, they've got designers at both locations ready to help you and always a 12% upfront discount on all in-stock flooring. That's Hammernix. Are you going to cause another riot at the Cat Festival? <laughs> We'll Ma'am, we'll Ma'am? see. We had so much fun last year. I didn't get to make it last year, remember? Oh, yeah. I was sick. I had, the, had the old, co- I got COVID. The one and only time I got it was last year during the right. Video Festival. So I didn't get to see the whole swarm of kids that you Oh, we had so much us. fun. It is, people, if you are looking for a fun time, we absolutely love that. But here, if you're looking for another fun time. Mm-hmm. You're looking for a good um, time, not a long we're time. We're looking for the seventh caller at Woo. 651-641-1071 that wants to go see Neil Horan. Nile. Nile Horan. The other cousin. It's the other one. The yeah. third cousin. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. At, at the Excel Center, Sunday, July 7th, 2024. Um, you can call us right now, 651-641-1071. The tickets did go on sale this morning. He's a great guy and a great performer, so I think this would be a lot of fun to go to this concert. Should I take Caller 7? Yeah, let's Call, do that. Caller right. 7. He's the one who's on The Voice now, too, right? He is. Yeah, he's funny. He's cute. He's kind of besides Harry Styles, you know, from the group One Direction. I feel like he's the one that's got the second most hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I like him. I think he's got a good voice, too. Oh, I do, too. I do, too. That would be very, very, very fun. Okay, so it's that time of the year. What? People are going over to people's backyards for barbecue. We're hanging out. We're You're hanging inviting out. people into your home. You're, You're defrosted some meat. You did. You've got stuff going on. Yeah, it's pretty What nice. do you bring? What's kind of a favorite thing that you like to bring to people's houses or something? Or what would be a great thing if someone's coming over? Well, this was a great discussion that you brought up because there's a lot of faux pas that you may not even realize you're hitting. And one of them we were talking about was a seemingly innocent gift gone this, awry. This is just a silly thing. But I like it. It's a very interesting conversation. You said, I don't like it when just somebody would just bring over an uncut watermelon. Well, and at first I thought, you're a monster. When you started breaking it down, I go, I don't think I would like if somebody brought an uncut watermelon. And I was more talking, it was funny, I was with um, a friend of mine up at the cabin, and yeah. we were talking about 
that in just the automatic assuming of the task. And then, I mean, but it's different. A lot of people, I'm sure, would cut it themselves there. But there are times in my life, my husband does it. He doesn't think sometimes like that kind of through of here is a here here is a task. Let's bring up a watermelon. Water. Everyone loves watermelon. It's so great. But there's no room in the refrigerator usually at a cabin or if someone. That's a big assumption. You have to keep that in mind. Fridge space, especially if you're doing a shared cabin stitch. Don't you can't go in hot with something that's gonna need to go in the fridge, right? Or, or it has to go in the oven, right? Timing might be wrong. You have to figure out you because there's no AC in many places, right? Yeah. And so it's uh, funny. It's, it's, it's just it's, such a silly thing. No, and I think I think let me think what what my go to. I have a arugula salad I like bringing because it can just add to anything. Okay, it's a very basic arugula salad. And is it from the bag at Byerly's? No, 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 <laughs> because it's very minimal recipe. It's okay. like arugula, lemon, lemon zest. Parmesan and olive oil. I think that's yeah. the only ingredient. Yeah, very basic, very light. Goes with almost anything, right? So that's a good, easy one, right? But I'm bad at this. I'm, I, you know, we went to your place with Go Go, and I'm thinking back. I don't think I brought one thing. I think you brought your baby and your husband, and you drove like fifty miles. But that's where I go. <laughs> when when do you? When is the cutoff? I I think I used to be somebody who brings stuff, and 35 now thirty five miles. Okay. Well, you you know anything what? over thirty five, I don't have to bring something. The no, travels people enough. Grant, I think might want to call in. Are these all ticket people? The tickets are gone. Yeah, they're so. Thank someone... you. That's what I wanted to get in there. Wendy was our winner, so if you're calling for tickets, you can stop calling for tickets. Wendy was our but winner. She's taking keep, her husband. But you but can, you can if you, you have stay any on. Yeah, great ideas for us for like things that you love to bring to people's houses. That's just like always a win because I always get. I get stuck in a rut. Like, what do you bring? What do you bring? And what do you bring? I feel bad for people that visit us because. I'm they always like, alcohol. bring another present. Like alcohol for us doesn't work. Like, and I want them to bring alcohol. If they're going to drink it, but like, don't bring us a bottle of wine because it'll end up getting passed to somebody else. You know, and that's always an awkward moment. Um, <laughs> Thank you. We quit drinking twenty years ago, but we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> and then my Priscilla's like, I got your back. She grabs it from. I us. love Priscilla. I know you love Priscilla. I love Priscilla. Um, she's our yeah, gal. Yeah, yeah. She's she's good for taking leftover wine. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think, and, and is it always assumed that if you're bringing something for a dinner that you're going to open it there? No, no. Alcohol you bring, you give you give it to them as a gift. They don't have to open Absolutely. it. And if you're bringing, if you're a winder, you bring two bottles. One for yourself maybe to have that night and one for them to keep. I mean, that's not, yep. that that's not a one. weird one. Grant, do you guys have like a, a gift? Um, he's going to answer some phone calls. But it's it's kind of fun because like when somebody's on, she always wants us to bring those shrubs which is like a vinegar shrub. You put vinegar in a flavoring in a little bottle, and it makes something that you add to like vodka. It's a cocktail type thing. Okay, so but it's like the mixer. Soaps. Yes, that you would add. Yeah. So and, we we've got about a minute fifteen. We've got a Chris calling in, and she's got a great gift. So hi, let's Chris. Talk to Chris. Chris. Hey, Chris. How are you, girl? Wonderful. So, yeah, this is Chris Holland. All right, my take along what I always bring to a party or a cabin. Is Paula Deen's, and I know you know that's kind of a controversial. We don't care. She uh, cooks. She made good food. Her, B, her BLT dip, and it's Ooh. super easy. And it's it's a sour cream base, and you throw it. You can put it in a container, make your bacon in advance. You can night before chop up tomatoes, chop up you know lettuce from a bag, oh. throw it all on a platter, eat oh. it with pita chips. And oh, I love that. Oh, I would destroy this right now, Chris. I would eat this so hard right now. I love that idea though. And hi, Chris. Hi. Hi. I miss you. <laughs> I would miss you. Literally. That doesn't that sound good, though. Um, it's, so and it's easy good. to make, Chris. 
What? It's easy to make and people love it. Super. It's only three ingredients in the dip. Oh, and I love the, it. And then the bacon, and then the lettuce and the tomatoes, and I all on a platter. And who doesn't love bacon? I love it. Thank you so much. That's a good one. That's a good I'll one, send Chris. It to you. Okay, do. Please. And the other one that's really good is the um, like instead of making pickle roll ups. Mm-hmm. It's the pickle roll-up dip where you put the ham oh, yeah. and the cream cheese and the sour cream and the pickles but, in a dip and serve it. But don't you go expecting that you're just going to automatically get fridge space no matter how close you are to me, okay? We're going to make our freezer space for that fact. You're such a pain in the butt. We're going to be right back. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's Lori and Julie on My Talk.